Thank you for tuning in to Straight Up Sports. I'm your host, Devin Albertson, here in Kansas City. And I went down a rabbit hole of eight-man football, like I usually do. Uh, I get ready to uh, record these because eight-man and Misha, they released a statement today through an email to the coaches. Um, I was forwarded that email um, about how they're going to do the playoffs this year. In the past, there's been under 32 teams, so it's been a 32-team style bracket with some buys mixed in. Well, with seven new teams entering eight-man in 2020, thank you for coming over. Schuler County, Jasper, Keatsville, Concordia, Santa Fe, St. Paul, Lutheran, and Archie. All those teams are dropping down to eight-man this year or starting eight-man in the case of Keatsville. So six teams dropping down, one team adding a football program. Um, gives us 34 teams for this next coming season. Michigan decided to keep the 32-team format but add in two play-in games. So there will be four different districts, two with eight teams and two with nine. And the teams, the districts with nine teams, the eight and nine seeds will have a play-in game in Week 10 uh, to get into the playoffs to kind of go forward. And then you'll have round one, two. You have round one, district semifinals, district championship, se- state semifinals, and the state championship game will be December 4th on a Friday at 11 a.m. Uh, is when that state championship game will be. The semifinals will be the weekend before on a Saturday, give um, some ample distance for travel, everything like that. And I was just kind of looking to see what are the districts kind of kind of look like. I know I've talked to the guys over at the GRC.com Twitter feed and kind of saw what they said um, back in the fall. And that was before the mission was going to do this differently. We thought maybe they would do – Eight districts of four. They're going to go with four districts of eight. Um, so whatever they kind of decided to do, we're kind of just rolling with it. And what I kind of came up with was the easiest eight-team section to kind of make would be District 1 in this scenario, would be the teams down south. This is Appleton City, Archie, Chillahowie, Drexel, Jasper, Liberal, Osceola, and Ridge Hill. If you look at a map um, – of the state of Missouri, those eight teams kind of stand out in a little bunch down there in the south. It kind of makes sense geographically. Um, you could throw a team like Warwick down there or Northwest Hughesville, but they make more sense around the teams they're kind of closer to. So those eight teams, I would be very surprised if those eight teams aren't in the same district and it's just those eight teams. It just makes sense geographically for Michigan to put those eight together. Uh, most of those teams are very new to eight-man. Um See, Appleton City dropped last year, Drexel last year, Liberal, OCL a couple years ago, Rich Hill last year, uh, and then, of course, Archie and Jasper just dropped this year. Chillahowie is probably the mainstay there in that district, actually, of eight-man teams over the past uh, five years or so, or longer. I don't remember when Chillahowie became eight-man, but they were eight-man whenever I was in high school, so it's been a while uh, that Chillahowie's been there. They haven't really been state-relevant in the big stage, but they have been playing eight-man down there for a while, so they're the mainstay down there. Uh, very interesting district. Um, I think Appleton City and Drexel will be the favorites going into the year just because Jasper, I don't know anything about him kind of going in. OCO, Liberal, I'm just not sure. I need to talk to more people down south to kind of see what the gauge of talent is with those teams down south. The good thing is with me now living in Kansas City, I am closer to these teams now. Um, especially like Drexel and Archie are probably closer. Um, Appleton City still pretty good drive. Um, of course, Jasper's all the way down there by Joplin, so that's still a heck of a drive down there. But I'm closer than I would be than compared to Maryville, so it takes an hour and a half off my drive pretty much anywhere I go south. It adds it to going back up north, but it's worth it to kind of get them more involved in the coverage as well. 
The other three districts can be chopped up in so many different ways. What I decided to do with this first kind of revision, I kind of looked at the map, and the second district, I'm not sure if it's going to be District 2 or 4, or how they're going to do it, but it's kind of the central to eastern division, if you kind of will. It's going to be a large space, but it's kind of the way it has to be. The other two districts will be a lot of the Northwest Missouri teams. Um, but this district, I have nine teams. I think they're going to try to do that. They're going to try to have split it. Um, 17 north, 17 kind of outside the northwest is how I think they're going to try to do it. So I think this district is going to be Concordia, Keatsville, North Shelby, Norburn Harden Central, Northwest Hughesville, Oric, Santa Fe, Schuler County, and then St. Paul Lutheran. I think that's going to be the district kind of looking at it from the outside in. I know North Shelby lost quite a bit. Um, Oric should be decent. I think this next coming year they should be okay. I have nothing about Keatsville, no idea. Hughesville usually struggles a little bit. We'll see if they bring anything this year to the table. Um, and just kind of going forward, a lot of new teams in this district. I mean, I think I have five of the new teams of the seven are in this district with Concordia, Keatsville, Santa Fe, Schuler, and St. Paul Lutheran. Just a lot of unknowns in this district, and I'm not sure how they're going to translate at all. So, also, while I have you guys here, um, Norbert Harden, Central's head coach, uh, Mr. Thacker um, did lose his son um, not too long ago. And I just want to see my sincerest condolence. I know I put it on Twitter as well, but just an extra shout out to him and his family. Keep him in your prayers. Um, great guy, tremendous father, tremendous coach. He deserves our um, prayers and thoughts there. Um, kind of going forward. I know whenever they canceled the eight man all star game, the one of the first things I thought was, I don't get to see Coach Thacker because he's always down there and he's always giving everybody a hard time. But it's a good-natured way. So I'll miss Coach Thacker for that this year. Um, but it's kind of going far. I just want to give that a shout-out while I'm doing this right now. And the other two districts, I think, can be chopped up either way, nine or eight. It just kind of depends on where they want to draw the line. If they want to draw it north-south, east-west, I'm not sure they're going to do it. This is my first like rough draft where a couple teams can be flip-flops, kind of depending on what they want to do. But – it kind of goes in lines with they had last year a little bit with a few modifications, adding a couple of teams. Uh, so District 3 is what I have this as. I would have Bishop LeBlond, DeCab, East Atchison, North Andrew, Mound City, Platte Valley, South Holt, Nobby Holt, Stewartsville, and Rockport. So it would be a nine-team district there. Um, with Mount City being the defending state champions, would be a really good team. I think North, I think North Andrew will be pretty good this year. They lose a little bit of talent, but they always reload there. EA will take a step back, in my opinion, because they lose a lot of good kids from last year's team. Jake McEnany was a phenomenal player and leader for that team. Losing him will be big, but they still have Merriweather and Headland. They'll still be good there um, with a couple of other guys who are also very talented there at EA, good coaches as well. They'll still be good. I think they take a step back from last year's team, who was really good. And probably the top three team in the state just was in a really loaded district with North Andrew and Mountain City. Um, and then South Holt and Ollie Holt, I'm high on them going into this next year. I think they're going to be really good. They're going to, I think, challenge Mount City. Don't know if they're going to beat them or not, but I think they'll challenge them more this year than they have the last couple of years kind of going forward. So we'll kind of see what happens with that. And, of course, all this is just kind of like me thinking back to last year and who they have coming back and stuff like that. We'll see how LeBlanc does in year two, an eight-man. Um, Stewartsville was a team that I could have either put in this district or put in the last district. I put them in this one because I think they're close enough to DeCab and LeBlanc. It kind of makes geographical sense um, for them to be in District 3. But 
you can move them over in Northwest Nottaway Northwest into this district to be closer for EA and Rockport, and I would not have a quarrel with it. It just there's no easy way to split these 17 teams that I have left here. Um, so the last district I have Albany, Bramer, King City, Northwest Nottaway, Pattonsburg, Stanbury, Livingston, and Worth County. It's a very big geographical distance um, for the teams up north. I mean, the difference between Hopkins and Livingston is huge, but again, they've been in the same conference for years. So that's that's one where I thought about putting Northwest Nottaway just over in District Three and leaving Stewartsville in District Four, and so it'd be a little better for Livingston. But at the same point, Livingston and Bramer are kind of in a spot where they could go east, they could go north. I mean, they're kind of in a hit or miss area right now. And there's going to be a lot of travel. So I know teams like Schuler County and uh, North Shelby over in District 2, they got to travel a long ways, whoever they play. So it's, you can't really pertain to them because it's just a it's long distance either way. There's no teams that are kind of close. I know they're trying to get teams that area to come down. So we'll kind of see going forward. But that's how I would set the four districts if it was me. But as I said – the lines here, District 1 I think is easy. Teams down south, those eight teams just like bunched up makes sense. The other 26 teams can be split and cut in four different ways, and it wouldn't really bother me that much. Um, but the teams in the northwest are just going to be stronger district teams because you're going to have, I think one district going to have EA, North Andrew, Mount City, South Holt, Nolly Holt. Those four teams are probably going to be in the same district because there's just no way to split them up geographically. And then the other district, Worth County, Livingston, I think, is going to take a step back. They'll still be solid, I think. I think enough talent coming back. Losing Mac Anderson is going to hurt, but I think other guys are going to step up. Chase Neptune, I think that kid's going to step up big this year. So we'll see what Livingston does. I think Stanbury's going to return a little bit this year, next year to what they've been in the past, kind of. They were super young last year. They kind of came on stronger at the end of the year and played better. So we'll see what they kind of have. I'm not sure about Pattonsburg. They lost three guys who are going to play college ball, which let me look that real quick because um, I did get a notification on who that was. One second. I'm going to look through my messages here. Because um, Coach Cavan, uh, Coach over there at Pattonsburg. Um, yeah, so Carter Crone is going to play at Missouri S&T. Patrick Cowley and Stephen Wilhite are both going to play at Missouri Western. Um, so that's three guys going to play Division II football there from Pattonsburg's team last year. And, of course, Cook. And a lot of guys are going to lose. They had the Jones keep coming back who missed last year due to injury. Um, but there's not going to be as talent-rich as they were the last two years. So we'll see how they kind of adjust to that. I expect they're still going to score a lot of points because that's what Pattonsburg does. So they'll still be exciting to watch. I just don't know. Just get ready for your running shoes when you're playing Pattsburgh. You're going to run a lot. There's going to be a lot of points on the board, so we'll kind of see what happens uh, with that going into this year. Um, and, of course, the kids from Mountain City that are going to play over at Graceland and T.J. Hopkins and Dylan George from last year, this last year's team, and then uh, Matthew Popper from two years ago is going to play at Graceland. Um, if you guys want to send me more of those to kind of so I can get a full list so we can kind of keep track of people who are playing at the next level, that would be great. That's who I've kind of gotten so far, I believe, is those are the names that I kind of got. Um, but thank you guys for listening to this and to follow me back on Twitter. Um, and I was kind of surprised. I know um, I put this on Twitter 
that I was trying to find out the seven teams that I dropped down because it's been a while since I've looked at it. And I was kind of surprised Michigan stuck with the four districts because it's going to lead to very big areas. Um, we kind of expect almost like eight smaller districts, kind of what District 5 does, Class 5 does. But at the same time, if you were to do that, you would just split. You would still have these big clusters. They would just be broken up first and then together. So, for example, let me look at something real quick. Um, it's hard to do this over an audio medium, but I want to do this anyways. A district one, I had that big district, all four of those 18 teams down south. Well, you could split it up as in a four-team district. It would be Rich Hill, Liberal, Jasper, and Osceola. And the other district would be Chillahowie, Archie, Drexel, and Appleton City. And then the winner of those two districts would play each other. So I think they're just cutting down on district championship trophies. But this is all I did here really was – and just kind of make a bigger pool of teams because – Honestly, if you go up north, you can have a district of EA, Rockport, Northwest Norway, Mountain City. Could be one district. And then the other district would be Platte Valley, North Andrew, South Old Norway Holt, DeKalb, and LeBlond. And then those two districts would play each other. So you still have the same kind of nine teams a little bit in a cluster it would just be in a sectional or quarterfinal matchup instead of a district championship game um so there's merits to both ways i kind of like this the eight teams because i feel like you get a better seating way um area it just kind of stinks for the like district two because it is so big big instead of just doing norbert harden central keatsville Schuler, and north shelby in one district and then the other district would be hughesville concordia st paul and Who's that last team? Santa Fe. You just push them all into one big district. So it doesn't really matter that much if it's eight districts or four districts because the clusters after the district are going to be the same anyways. So I just want to do one big split, and then they can just play one bracket, and it kind of just makes more sense. But we'll kind of see what kind of goes on from there. Um, I'm okay with it this way. Just kind of which way do you want to cut it? You want to cut your pizza into eight slices or 16? I mean, it's going to be the same way either way, same amount of games. It's just how you want to seed it. Um, and I kind of like it this way too because, like, in this scenario, say District 3, you could possibly see Stewartsville and DeCab play each other again for the right to go into the next – to play Mount City next round. doesn't really matter that much, but at least those teams need to play someone who's close to their talent-wise before they go play the big dog. So that's just an example. I'm not sure who's going to be bad next year. I don't know. DeCab was decent this last year. They lost a lot of seniors. We'll see how they do. I don't know. Um, so also, if anybody knows if there's any team camps to be played, if which jamborees are going to be kind of scheduled here, I would love to know that information. So either I could either go watch a couple of jamborees or scrimmage or something like that to kind of get a, a feel of what's happening, but I know it's kind of weird right now with COVID and all this stuff, and I just hope we have a season this year so all this kind of comes to fruition. And I've talked quite a bit here, so I'm not sure how long I've talked here, about 15 minutes. Um, sorry, I'm also I'm, I'm selling insurance out here in KC now, um, so I have to get a test for life and health insurance tomorrow, and I'm doing this between my study breaks because this is relaxing, unlike studying for insurance. Um, so thank you guys for listening to this. And the media drone on for almost 20 minutes, about eight-man football. I do enjoy it. 
Um, I'm working on the website. If someone wants to give me pointers, I would be more than welcome to that because I haven't been able to get a whole lot done with it because I don't know what I'm doing with it right now. Um, but I have a general idea of what I want to do in my head. I'm just not sure if it's coming to fruition or not. Um, I want it to because I want to do a broadcasting thing with this and to go to games each Friday night and to cover the teams all the way through the state championship game this year because the kids deserve the coverage. And I know the coaches love that their kids get the coverage a little bit. Uh, we'll do the eight-man poll again this year, so we'll see what happens here. Um, also, um, once we kind of figure out what conferences are going to be, because I know there was some realignment with all these teams coming down. Um, I think Livingston stayed in the 275. I think that was the final decision, but I'm also just not 100% sure. And I believe Bramer was moving towards leaving the GRC in football. Not for sure um, there either. Um, so if we can get a list of which teams are going to be which conference, so we can kind of get this going forward a little bit. But I'm ready. I am ready for season to start. I'm ready for August to hit because that means football's starting up and hopefully school's starting back up and things kind of get back to normal. I'm hoping there's no second wave because I want this to kind of happen because I want stuff to get kind of back to normal. Football helps with that. Football's great. I love football. Um, also, if you're interested, I believe Luke and I might do an NFL podcast this weekend. We'll see. He's going to be back in Maryville this weekend. I might go back to Maryville this weekend um, and hang out with him for a little bit. So we might end up on here talking into this mic and arguing about quarterbacks in the NFL. So um, that should be fun. But thank you guys for listening. Um, and when I get more eight-man news, I will share it on Twitter, either at Devin Albertson or at Mo 8 Football. So thanks, you guys, for listening. And – Thank you for listening to Straight Up Sports.